Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. All right, news roundup, information overload hour. Glad you're with us. Here's our toll-free number. It's 800-941-SEAN. If you'd like to be a part of the program, joining us now, former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw this poll that has come out, Insider Advantage. That's Matt Towery. Uh, and it actually said, and it's a legitimate survey, and... Anyway, uh, the results are in, and they're asking, you know, who among the potential candidates for the next speaker, <laughs> you came out overwhelmingly as the leader with 53%, and I'm not laughing, I'm just laughing because I know I know what your response is going to be. Uh, the next highest was Jim Jordan with 11%, Steve Scalise with 3%, and then uh, Tom Emmer, Elise Stefanik at 2 and and then a bunch of, you know, people at 1%. Well, what's your reaction that you got 53%? And by the way, unsolicited names here. They just, they did tell people that it doesn't have to be an acting member of Congress. Well, I mean, first of all, I'm the only person on that list who ran for president. Uh, I've been on your show so often, people probably think I'm their neighbor. Um, and uh, well, I think they just think you're my co-host, that's all. Yeah, well, that would be a great honor. But... Um, you know, I think there's also, <clears throat> when I wrote uh, March the Majority, a lot of people come up to me and had, had sort of a nostalgia for what we had accomplished with the contract and what we'd accomplished in balancing the federal budget for four years and reforming welfare. You know, so all that, you know, I think, you know, leads to a misleading number. I mean, first of all, the only numbers that count are inside the conference, not in public opinion. <clears throat> Second, uh, I've said over and over again, you, no one can be speaker who's not in the Congress. It's, it's technically impossible because you've got to be able to know the members really well. You've got to be able to manage them. Uh, you have to have insights. You have to be able to help them campaign. Well, you, you would have to go back to living there like you did during the years you were speaker. Um, you may not remember this, but I remember it, and I remember it well. Uh, you know, th th this was when we really developed the, the, our strong, you know, brotherhood friendship that we have although we first met in 1990 
Um, but I was I was your MC the night you became speaker. But I remember at one point I, I was with you and I just said I said you've got to be exhausted. And you you actually said something to me that I never thought I'd feel myself, but I have many times more than I care to admit. You said that you're so tired that there's always this feeling in, in the innermost part of your brain that you know you're exhausted, but there's just no time to ever take a breath or, or rest the way you should. And that was your life. And and you did it well. And you're right. You know, you brought Republicans to power for the first time in 40 years. You were a genuine revolutionary. You said it. You were right. Uh, and you're the only, you know, you, you were the only Speaker of the House in how many years prior, and it hasn't happened since, uh, to bring how many balanced budgets in a row? Four. Four. The only four, the only four in your lifetime. But, but remember this. After helping elect the first majority in 40 years, the first re-elected majority since 1928, <clears throat> reforming welfare, cutting taxes, reforming Medicare by creating Medicare Advantage, balancing the federal budget for four straight years, reforming the FDA, etc. I was blocked from running for a third term because there were 19 members who said to me basically what Getz said to, to McCarthy. They would not vote for me to become Speaker in 1999. Do you remember? I don't remember the exact reasons why, and I'm sure you do. What were those reasons? Well, the reason they were against me was I wasn't reliable. Oh, good grief. And I wasn't conservative enough. Hey, listen, through the prism of history, that just is simply dumb. Uh, isn't it really, because I know some of the names involved in this, uh, isn't it that they really wanted to take over? But the House, in part, is a, is a collection of 435 high school class presidents. And all these folks win elections, and they all have a legitimate service for their people. And occasionally you run into somebody whose ego is so large that they're kind of deranged. I think Getz is in that tradition. I think there were several people uh, who tried to, who took me out who were in that position. But my point is... By the way, people were very angry with you last night uh, because you... Oh, I know. And by the way, not that you care. I'm just, I'm just uh, in, in case you, you didn't see it, I did. Well, we got the same thing on social media. And my point to people was, look, you're wrong. That's a good way to handle it. <laughs> That's one way to handle it. Let me let me ask you this. First of all, I'm I'm asking a serious question. Would you ever consider it? No. No, I didn't think you would. <laughs> no. By the way, you're really equivocating here. I think I could talk you into it if I had another five minutes. Um, all right. So I'm going to tell you who my choice is at this point. Now, you know, yesterday happened. It's history as far as I'm concerned. It doesn't have to be a disaster, and it really does need to be resolved quickly because I think the patience of the American people will run out very quickly, and and they don't want to see chaos and disorder. Jim Jordan has thrown his hat in the ring. Jim Jordan is the guy that I think is best able to take over this caucus. Am I wrong? I don't know. I, I, look, Scalise, I think, is also going to run. He's majority leader. I like Scalise, but he's also struggling health-wise right now. Oh, I know. So... I mean, my, my view is the conference will meet next Tuesday. They will listen to the various candidates, all of whom will have been lobbying all weekend and campaigning all weekend. And the conference needs to pick somebody they can unify around. And then they've got to deal with these eight people. Uh, and I, I am for whoever the conference picks. I like Scalise very much. I like Jordan very much. We, we have a great relationship with both of them. Uh, but, you know, and there are other people who might run. So I, I wouldn't want to discount anybody. 
But I think the conference has to look into itself and say, who can unify us? Who has the endurance and the patience and the toughness to get us through the next year and a half? And who has the energy to go out and, and increase our margin? Because, frankly, if Kevin had had 20 more Republicans, none of this would have happened. Well, that increasing the margins is key. Not leading and not keeping your promises is a surefire way of losing that majority. And, you know, by the way, I think abortion played a much bigger role than anybody ever thought in 2022. And that is the overturning of Roe and the Dobbs decision and the demagoguing by the Democrats and all that. Um, I don't know if this is going to be possible or not, because I do think that there are a few renegade Republicans out there that are going to insist on this one person uh, has the ability to to bring forth a motion to vacate. All, all business stops when that happens. And I give McCarthy a lot of credit. He could have delayed this vote. He could have lobbied regarding this vote. He could have cut a deal with the Democrats regarding it. He didn't. He just let it fly and basically said, you know what? This is going to play out the way it plays out. He, that, he didn't have to handle it that way, and I give him credit for handling that way. Yeah, eventually they're going to have to change the rule. You know, technically, the House conference rule requires that a member of the House conference has to have a majority of the members with them when they make that motion. So, yes, of course, totally ignored that. Um, and and uh, and I think it's you know this is this is why they're going to, they're going to have to really think about uh, changing the rules of the conference. I mean, I, I I would personally argue, and this is why one of the reasons I'd never be considered. But I would personally argue, one, they should kick Getz out of the conference. He's, he is an anti-Republican. What he accomplished yesterday was having eight people side with the Democrats. I don't think that's a good idea. I think when you have a four-vote majority, really, or five votes, whatever the number is, honestly, we, we, we can't afford to lose anybody. Well, you've already lost him. Not on not on significant issues involving the border or budget or whatever. You know, look, look I, I will say this. Some of his criticism was accurate. You know what? Kevin McCarthy did say he'd return to regular order appropriations bills. Um, by the way, I think you are the last speaker to ever do that. And it hasn't happened since then. And, and these omnibus bills, continuing resolutions, although there were two great continuing resolutions that would have cut spending in one case by 8%, another case by 30%, both would have, you know, the second one would have included H.R. 2, which is the Republican border bill, and and yet they're supposed to be conservative, and they didn't even want to go along with that bill, which means that this was an agenda to get rid of Kevin. Just to make some of our, our listeners even matter, they need to remember, the people who represented the districts Joe Biden carried, they all voted for those bills. That's true. The the hardline conservatives are so proud because they're so conservative. They voted against bills that would have been remarkable historic achievements. So, I mean, and I'm deliberately as tough as I am about Gates. Uh, you cannot have a snake sitting in the middle of your of your room and think you're ever going to be safe. And if he can go to the Democrats, and he remember he beat ninety six percent of the conference, ninety six percent. And if he can do that and get away with it, then what's the next game? And what's the game after that? There's, there's no end to it, potentially. There's no end to it. Right. But, well, this is, this is why I would say one member is right, right. To, to, to start a motion to vacate. It's got to go. Now, that may end up in, uh, you know, a hung conference. I mean, I, if, if he's going to die on that hill and he's got 
you know, six guys with them or eight guy, eight people in total with them, then there'll be no speaker until there's a resolution there. Right. And, and at that point, frankly, there ought to be people in those districts who are prepared to run in the primaries because these people are anti-Republican. Well, he has one of the safest districts in the entire country. He's got the panhandle of Florida. Not in a primary. Well, um, you know, in my view, at the end of the day, I I would rather avert that if possible and get back to the business of governing, because I think the longer this sort of crap goes on, I think the odds are that the American people's patience will run thin. They're either going to win together or they're going to lose together. Am I wrong? Well, yeah, but why don't you? No, not necessarily. Sometimes it's all just a disaster for a while and then you sort it out. Uh, Remember that Washington arrives at Valley Forge. With one shovel and one axe and an army of 14,000 because some of the members of the Continental Congress wanted to fire him. So they wanted him to fail. So, you know, sometimes it's a snake pit and sometimes you got to work your way through it. But I, but I have a simple test for you. By the way, it's a sewer. Yes, go ahead. What's my test? I, I love Professor Gingrich. Go ahead. I'm probably going to fail. Go ahead. You, you call Getz and ask him, will he say publicly and put in writing that he will never, ever Again, do this. This was one time. It was four- no, I, I could tell you what the answer is. The answer is going to be, no, I'll never make that pledge. All right. Well, then why the hell would you let him in the room? No. All right. But if it's... All right. If it's... Yeah. All right. So let, let's, take, let's play this out to the next step. Okay. So he and his eight, you know, cohorts go off and, and they're independent. They don't affiliate with the Republicans. Then what? Hakeem Jeffries is the speaker? Maybe. That would be more honest than having them pretend in between backstabbings. But, but let me put it to you this way. You're basically saying call his bluff and either you're going to get on the team or not. That's what you're saying. Right. I'm, look. Because it has to be team. Do you, you do agree they'll either succeed or fail as one unit, and there won't be winners or losers independently. Right. So I want to give you a team analogy. I'm a big University of Georgia fan. Number one team in the country. Yeah, I'm sorry, but Michigan's going to beat them this year. We'll see. They go out to play. Well, okay, so they're playing Michigan. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead. And the, and, okay, and the offensive guard for Georgia turns and tackles his own quarterback. It's not a good. That would not be good. <laughs> that would not be good. Do you let him? Do you let him back in the huddle? I don't think so. But I think you're right. I mean, you know, when you have a slim majority like this, this is where I, I've been trying to. If, if he'll sign a commitment to not do this again for the rest of this Congress. I would consider letting him stay. But if he won't sign that commitment, he's gone. And he should be gone because the guy who walks in the room saying to you, I reserve the right to stab you in the back, why would you have him in the room? You know what the problem is going to be? Rather than moving forward, Republican infighting is going to result in the, uh, the American people being fed up. They're going to get sick. And I'm not talking about the base that will be solidly in Matt's corner. I'm not talking about the people that say this was unnecessary. I can look at my calls right now, and it's split right down the middle. And I can tell you this division doesn't help in the end. It would be far better to come to a consensus. For example, if Jim Jordan wins the speakership, he should be able to serve out the rest of this Congress. I agree with you. That deal should be struck. Well, I mean, how how hard is it for Getz to say... Okay, this was a one-time thing, and I promise for the rest of this Congress, I will neither do it nor support it. All right, but listen. And if, and if he won't do that, why would you let him in the room? 
It's going to be interesting to watch this play out. Uh, anyway, Speaker Gingrich, we always love having you on. Thank you, sir. You're the best. 800-941-SEAN is our number. You want to be a part of the program. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've got to have a plan. Because this is a very ugly, evil, dangerous world. There are predators. Look at this poor little nine-year-old girl taken on Saturday. I, I'm so thankful to God that that girl was found safe. Most cases, and I've, I've followed these stories now for 30-plus years doing radio, 34 years. They don't end well. And there are bad people that want to bring harm to you and to your family. And my next question is very relevant. What are you going to do if somebody breaks into your home and wants to harm you and harm your children and harm your family? You've got to have some means of self-defense. Now, um, I happen to have a strategy. I have a, a, a security strategy that is multi-layers deep. It includes, yes, I... I, I, I've had a, a, a concealed carry permit my entire adult life. That's part of it. Now that burner is out there, it looks like a firearm, fires like a firearm without any recoil, and it fires at very long ranges. I can hit a target from 40 feet away, and I can tell you right now, it incapacitates perpetrators, and it uses... And it explodes upon impact, and if you hit hit somebody with this perpetrator, they're going to be incapacitated long enough that you can get away and get the police uh, over uh, to take care and handle the situation. Because literally, they're going to be they're going to be puking in front of you as you walk out of the, the door. If you don't believe me, go look at the videos. They're so powerful. Anyway, this is a non-lethal option. And by the way, it's legal in all 50 states. Check it out yourself. American built B-Y-R-N-A. Burner.com slash Hannity. Using my name gets you 10% off your purchase. Uh, it's all part of my defense strategy. I hope you'll make it a part of yours. B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. Protect your family. This is an ugly, dangerous, evil world with horrible people in it. And you know what? You need protection. Quick break right back. Your calls on the other side. Straight ahead. Solid as a rock. Honest. Truthful. This is the Sean Hannity Show. 25 to the top of the hour. Going to get straight to your calls. Final half hour of the program today. we got a great Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern. Please set your DVR Monday through Friday. Hannity, Fox News, audience shows. 
Don't forget you sign up for our free audience shows. We have a blast. We're throwing footballs to everybody. You know, I kind of love when people in the audience, and Linda, you've seen this because you've been to a couple of shows with your family, and, you know, I throw a football out, and you'll see, like, it's going, a lady standing up. She wants to catch a football. And I, I, I'm throwing out dozens and dozens of them. So it's not like we have a shortage of footballs, right? And and then you'll see some guy three seats over, dive over an elderly couple, smash through the poor lady, you know, intercept the ball, and and keep it. I'm like, if you really want a ball that bad, I'll be glad to give you one. You don't have to kill half the audience to catch the football. Anyway, you can sign up for free. We'd love to have you. Wednesdays and Thursday nights, most weeks, uh, Hannity.com. And we, and we have a lot. The crowds are getting rowdier so and rowdier. what you're saying if you're looking to get pegged in the head with a ball, attacked by a stranger, no, there's definitely gonna knocked be, over into a row of other strangers, it, it, sign up at Hannity.com today for more information. No, there's definitely going to be a lawsuit coming down the road so at some point. We look forward to pelting you with Hannity footballs. They're very yeah. soft. Well, they're actually, for all. they're actually like the little harder Nerf ball, but it's the Nerf ball. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. They're I fun. Got, You're selling this so well. If you want to get hit by a hard Nerf ball, not a regular one. Okay, well, I'm not throwing a regular one because I definitely would be sued and somebody definitely is going to get hurt. I got knocked in the head. Well, did it help? Yeah, you know. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I appreciate it. I guess that was intentional. <laughs> I guess so. All right, before we hit the phones, Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivering on their promise to do good, never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for all of us, the people that risked their lives for our communities and our country to keep us safe. Heroes like United States Marine Corps Captain Pilot Jeremy Sachs. Now, sadly, uh, Jeremy Sachs sustained fatal injuries when the military aircraft crashed during training and killed him and five other service members. Now, he's remembered uh, by loved ones as courageous and brilliant and devoted to his career, his family, his country, his friends. He's survived by his wife, Amber, who gave birth to their second daughter three months after he passed away. Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the family home for Amber and their two daughters. The foundation now has helped over a thousand military and first responder families navigate what, what is the through the worst times of their lives by removing the burden of a mortgage payment. It's a big deal, but it only happens because of your generosity. So please join all of us here at Team Hannity, and they're asking we all commit 11 bucks a month so this great work can continue. Their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. All right, let's get to our busy telephones. Brock is in Iowa. Brock, all eyes headed to, uh, well, not Democratic eyes, because Joe didn't like the the way Iowa Democrats voted for him in the last uh, caucus. So he's going to be skipping your state. He's going to be skipping over the Granite State, the live free or die state of New Hampshire. And he's going to the state that he believes he'll win easily, which is South Carolina. Yeah, why wouldn't you, right? Yeah, well, I would have. I, I'm definitely in favor of keeping Iowa as the first in the nation caucus and New Hampshire first in the nation primary states. I agree 100%. Um, real quick, going to see um, Donald Trump Saturday in Waterloo. But um, by the way, are you in a bathroom? Where are you? I'm in the office at work. Okay. You on a speakerphone? Nope. All right. Well, talk a little, t- to get a little tighter to the mic there. Anyway, go ahead. 
Can you hear me now? Much better, yes. Okay, so um, I, said, I said I was going to see Donald Trump Saturday. He's going to be at Cattle Congress in Waterloo. So looking forward to that. But um, I was not a fan of the ousting of McCarthy, and my thought was there was a lot of talk that he voted so much with Democrats, which he did some, but every single Democrat voted to get rid of him, plus eight Republicans. I mean, if you got this, I, somebody said golden goose, why would you want to get rid of him that fast? Um, interesting question. Uh, look, I think Speaker McCarthy, I've, I've gone through the list of what I think are successes. Um, I think a trap was set for him. And by the way, it, it was not a, a shock or surprise Matt Gates was very transparent. He wanted the appropriations bill. He wanted regular order on spending. And when it didn't happen, you know, this became inevitable. Uh, I think the mistake was actually made back in July and August. I think they should have all gotten ahead of this. And I, I think Speaker McCarthy let way too much time pass before really going headstrong into this. And I think he should have you know, come up with the 12 appropriations bills. So far, they've only passed four. It's about 70% of the budget, but it's not the whole budget. And that wasn't what his promise was. And, but he knew that, you know, look, I can tell you, because I know for a fact, it's personal between them. It's been that way for a long time. And, you know, but with that said, you know, does it have to be a catastrophe for the Republicans? No, not at all. May end up Jim Jordan as speaker, you know, and Republicans move forward. I don't know how this is going to play out. It, there is a risk. It can be a disaster. I'm hoping they don't go down that road. They're going to have to move, in my view, and move very quickly, get a new speaker, and get back to work. That's what they need to do. I couldn't agree more, man. It just, uh, just makes me nervous. But uh, you have a good day. God bless you, brother, and you have a good one, all right? All right, my friend. God bless you, too. We love our friends in Iowa. Uh, all right, back to our phones. Uh, let us say hi to George in Alabama. What's up, George? Where in Alabama are you? No, actually, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. I don't know why it said, Katie, why did you put up George in Alabama? He's not in, in Alabama. He's in Phoenix. What happened? I'm so sorry. No worries. I mean, it's not the, a travesty. You know, you don't worry about, you know, Katie's so good at her job. She's allowed to make an occasional minor error. That's all. I would not describe this as a felony case. George, how about for today? You could be from Alabama and give Katie a break. What do you think? <laughs> you want to be from Alabama, George? Or you want to be help from Arizona? Out, <laughs> help me out. You want to bail Katie help me, out? George, help me out. <laughs> okay, Katie, I'm all, I'm all on your side. All right, he's from Alabama. George from Alabama. What's up, George? I appreciate you taking my call. Well, I was. You said to come up with a plan. Here's here's a nice plan. How about every lawmaker, including the president, does not get paid. For continuing resolutions, okay, and they don't get retrospective pay if they shut down the government. I'm all for that. Yeah. I, I, have, I have no problem with that. Do your job. What I'm thinking is, is that you know what? The next speaker that comes up, put it to the to the vote, okay. And anybody that votes against it, then we obviously know they only give a about power and uh and uh, money. Now on this show, you have to replace that word with the name Schiff. So say that sentence over and say Schiff. Yeah. We have to we have to replace that shift with. Uh, uh, but anyway, it would be it would be veto proof in my in 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 my eyes because whoever wouldn't vote for it um, obviously cares more about their power and their own money than they do about the American people. And then we can stop with this 
uh, finger pointing, oh, it's the Republicans shutting it down. I said, I want this dumped in the lap of the Senate, because the Senate is where the real spending disaster takes place. The Senate is, you know, that's the omnibus, that's Mitch McConnell, and, and if Republicans, if they put significant real cuts in spending as promised in their bill in the House, if they pass that and stay united and pass it, if they put real security measures on the border with teeth in it at that point you hand it off to the senate they're going to mark it up they're just going to send it back it'll be unrecognizable and then they go through what's called conference and whoever is in conference i would recommend say we're not changing a thing and if you want to close the government down because you want more debt for the american people go make that case if you think that the border doesn't need to be secure go make that case at that, that point, they're dealing from a position of strength, and they're all standing united on principle, and it's going to be the people that want open borders and reckless spending that are going to have to explain their positions to the American people, and they'll be responsible for the government shutdown. And I'll remind America every single minute of every day if they do that. At that point, I believe they will have the upper hand because they are right on the issue. You know, we've just taken in. Let me let me pull up my economic pile that I got here today. You know, we have ten-year Treasury yields, the highest level since two thousand and seven. A one-year Treasury is paying over five percent interest. I already told my 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 financial guy, I want you to reduce my exposure to the stock market. I said, throw it in the, the one-year Treasury at five plus percent. Um, that's what I've done. U.S. national debt has jumped $275 billion in one day. This is a zero hedge. We're now at $33.442 trillion. We just hit the $33 trillion mark two weeks ago. I mean, that means we're going to be at, you know, $40 trillion by the end of Biden's term. We cannot continue to do this. Republicans need to be the party of fiscal responsibility, closed borders, border security. And if they are, I think they'll get rewarded politically for it because everybody can see that Biden's economic energy policies and border policies are a disaster. They keep lying and saying the border's closed and the economy is great and they're just lying. And I'm tired of being lied to. And I think then put the pressure on House Republicans to stand with I'm sorry, Senate Republicans to stand with House Republicans. And then the then the pressure should go to Chucky e. Schumer and Joe E. Biden. And at that point, they want to shut the government down, let them shut it down. It's on them. Yeah, but that's my whole point. Just don't get paid, though, for it. I'm fine with that, too. They're, then they got to sit their, their, their butts down, okay, mm-hmm. and, and talk to each other. Okay? Yeah. Well, Chip, this is what Chip Roy was offering. That would have been the short-term CR. Would have given them... Uh, a bridge to pass the 12 appropriations bills. And anyway, uh, George from Alabama, you've been a great caller, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Katie, Katie really thanks you. Okay, Katie, you're the best. <laughs> Always sucking Thank up you, to George. Katie and Linda. You notice that, Ethan? It's such BS. You're not it's... sucking up to me. Nobody sucks up to me. Oh, yeah. We, we love Linda no, and Katie. No, they don't. They love Katie. Katie's sweet. I'm no, not they... sweet. Well, you're not sweet at all. That's true. I'm salty. Paul in Texas, bail us out of this. Hello, Paul. What's going on? Mr. Hannity, thank you so much for taking my call. Love the show. Katie, she's awesome. So, Oh, here we go again. More, <laughs> more, more sucking up. Go ahead. So annoying. Go ahead. Sir, I, I really appreciate what you do for the country every day and your show and how you uncover all these facts. 
Thank you. I just want to say, like, I'm, I'm, yes, sir, thank you. And I just want to say that I'm, I'm really disappointed in the lack of cohesion among the Republicans because this is a game of chess, not checkers. You know? Even if McCarthy has to make a deal, he has to make a deal. He has no backup and support on his own side. So why would he go and die on that hill knowing uh, he's not going to get bailed out by Chuck, Sh- by Chuck Schumer, by Mitch McConnell, you, you got Matt Gates with the knife waiting for him. And then Joe Biden, I mean, he's not even there. He's not in his box. Listen, I, I, if Jim Jordan becomes speaker, I want to tell you something. That they're going to long for the days of McCarthy on the Democratic side, in my view. That's my, my personal view. I, the only thing I don't understand, I, don't, I did not understand Gates's criticism. I know he'd like to expedite this. I know he wants Hunter to be subpoenaed. But you got to get the bank records. There's a certain order that I think makes any any appearance of Hunter Biden before Congress that much more relevant if you're hitting him with with real questions. By the way, and when he does show up, I think he's going to plead the fifth the whole time anyway. There's no obligation when you are called before Congress. Now, if you don't show up, they can hold you in contempt. We saw them do that to Bannon. We saw them do that to Peter Navarro. Uh, They don't do it to Democrats. But. All the Navarro and and Bannon could could have gone in and just pled the fifth, and then they could have walked out of there and wouldn't have, no charges on anything. You're allowed to plead the fifth, and now to me, you know, not wanting to see, you know, Americans go to jail for no reason, uh, I think would have been a better strategy. But you know, maybe they they want to make a point. They're standing on their principles. I'm not going to be critical of that. I admire people that stand on their principles. All right, man. Appreciate the call. We got one minute left. Uh, Jeff in Florida. Jeff, you got one minute. Go. Oh, I hope I can do this in one minute. First, say Katie is great. And if she- oh, good grief. You're wasting time. Go. Um, my question is, when did these few people on the far right all of a sudden, according to so many speakers today, become allies with the left? That's where Chip Roy is. You know, people have been mad at Chip Roy um, over this. That's where guys like Chip Roy, Byron Donalds, Scott Perry, you know, they're pretty solid conservatives. An 8% cut in spending across the board for a 30-day CR uh, that had border security attached to it. HR2 attached to the second plan that he these three guys put together. I, I, it didn't make sense to me because that would have resulted in what Matt and others said that they wanted, which was the appropriations process. That would have given them bridge time to, to vote on all of them, and, and everything would have been accomplished. So I didn't think in that sense it was necessary. But, you know, in the end, it is, it is what it is. I'm not getting involved in that portion of it. I'm moving forward. I'm, I, we don't have time to dwell on the past right now. Hey, you know that a company's really looking out for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you a penny, and in a major way, by the way, and I'm talking about Pure Talk. Great news for Pure Talk current customers. And by the way, if you're going to about to become a Pure Talk customer, it's going to be great for you, too. Uh, don't forget, at Pure Talk, they use the same exact cell towers as AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and they offer the same 5G network. And you get the same service, and the average family saves close to $1,000 a year. Many families save more. Now, right now, they're offering for just 20 bucks a month, unlimited talk, unlimited text. And now, that more than three weeks ago, 50% more 5G data and mobile hotspot. That's right, 20 bucks a month. 
try and get that deal from one of the big carriers. Anyway, same service. You save a ton of money, and it's really simple to make the switch. They do it fast, simple, and easy. Just dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now. And if you do it now, you save an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, keyword, save now. Make the switch to my cell phone company, a veteran-owned company, right here in the USA, Pure Talk Today. And now, a word from the 46th President of the United States. You had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. Sean Hannity is on right now. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today, and uh, what a day it's been. I'll tell you, these are busy news days. Loaded up tonight, 9 Eastern, set your DVR, Hannity on the Fox News Channel. Uh, as we check in, let's see, a live audience show, by the way, uh, which is always fun. Byron Donalds tonight, Tulsi Gabbard tonight, uh, Charlie Hurt, Ari Fleischer, Mike Huckabee, Laura Trump. Did you hear Laura Trump? She came out with a song. Uh yeah, uh, uh, one of Tom Petty's songs. She did a covers tune, and they wouldn't put her name on a billboard in Times Square. I hope she sues them. Anyway, Clay Travis, all coming up, 9 Eastern. Set your DVR. Hannity on Fox. We'll see you at 9. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.